Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to Unruffled ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. There's nothing like being totally engrossed in a good mystery or thriller. Audible has thousands of immersive audiobook titles to spark your imagination and get your heart thumping. Since it's summer, you might want to check out The Vacation Rental. Very well told and very unsettling. You won't want to turn it off. And since this is a parenting podcast, I should also mention that audiobooks are a wonderfully enriching experience for children because they aren't passive entertainment like other kids' media. They engage your child's imagination and can nurture both listening and language skills. As an Audible member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog, including the latest bestsellers and new releases. New members can try Audible for free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash unruffled or text unruffled to 500-500 to try Audible free for 30 days. That's audible.com slash unruffled or text unruffled to 500-500 today. You can count on T-Mobile to help keep you connected. After investing billions to light up their network from big cities to small towns, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, when you switch to T-Mobile, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus Verizon and AT&T. Visit your neighborhood store or tmobile.com to switch. Plan savings with T-Mobile, third line free on essentials via monthly bill credits versus comparable available plans. Plan features may vary. Credits stop if you cancel or change plans. Hi, this is Janet Lansbury and welcome to Unruffled. This week, I'm responding to a question from a parent who's concerned about her son who's playing with a friend's daughter and the daughter is behaving somewhat aggressively. This mother wants to keep her friendship, but she's not sure about how the other mother is handling it, if she's intervening enough and isn't sure what she should do. So I'll be sharing some feedback for her in this podcast. Here's the email I received. Hi, Janet. Thank you for your podcast and books. I tell everyone about you. I have a question about maintaining friendships through different parenting styles. My best friend has a two and a half year old. I have a 10 month old. Anytime we get together, her toddler hits, punches, pushes, and grabs toys from my son. He's too young to care, and I usually respond by doing nothing besides rescue him when it seems he's about to get seriously hurt. When I move him to a different area to play, the toddler follows and continues to push, hit him with toys, and say mine to whatever he's playing with. My friend intervenes only occasionally to give a half hearted time out and tells her toddler, say you're sorry, it has no effect. I feel conflicted because I don't want my son to learn it's acceptable to bully. I feel guilty for letting him get knocked down and pushed around. But I don't want to insult my friend or pretend I know anything about parenting by intervening in the conflict. How would you respond? How can I better understand the toddler's perspective? I want to give her respect and not just be grouchy. She pushes and hits while we're watching them, but also when she thinks no one is looking. It doesn't seem like she's doing it for attention. It seems like she just hates him. She has an older brother, age six. I'm sure she's treating my son the same way her brother treats her, like she thinks she has another little sibling. I know I have three options. Do nothing, avoid my friend for the next five years, or intervene in a respectful way. I need guidance on option three. Thanks in advance. Okay. So I would 
definitely, definitely protect your child in these situations. I don't think you have to be pretending that you know anything about parenting to be there to intervene so that your son doesn't get knocked around. And actually, that will be better for him and actually will give a better impression, I think, to your friend even, that you are calmly there, you're intervening calmly and just dealing with these details as they come, and I'll go into how to do that, rather than waiting till it gets (laughs) where it starts to look really dangerous and then rushing in to rescue him. That isn't good for him either because, you know, he feels like he's in a dangerous situation that he can't handle and you are saving the day rather than helping both of them to learn how to engage safely with each other. Whenever your child is with another child that you don't know or you know to be a bit aggressive or is much older as this child is, be next to them so that you can calmly intervene and help interpret what's going on for both children. So let's say that he has something, uh, he's using a toy, and this girl comes up and tries to grab the toy. I would actually allow her to do that if your son is okay with that, but I would be there to make sure that he doesn't get hurt. And when she does that, I would help him understand by saying, looks like she wanted to hold that as well. And then I would be there to make sure that she can't touch his body. She can only touch the toy. So I'd have my hand in the way. And if she tried to grab his hand or push him or something like that, with my hand there, I would say, oh, it looks like you want to push now or you you want to touch his, you want to move his hand off that. I'm not going to let you do that. Meanwhile, your hand is there. You're calm. You're looking at her. You're then looking at him. You're seeing how they're feeling about each other there. And you're giving feedback as needed. Obviously, this is a lot easier for me to demonstrate. And that's what our classes are about, that we do it at Rye. We demonstrate how to intervene minimally and intervene in a way that actually encourages the children to keep learning about (laughs) each other and how to interact and what's okay and what isn't. We teach them that not by saying, okay, you did something bad, now you got to go to timeout, now you got to get punished, so you're sorry. We do it by helping them not to do things that aren't okay and letting them know in that moment that we can't let them do that. You know, we're not going to let them hurt, but we want to encourage them to engage. And we don't have to say anything about that per se. I want you to, to keep playing. We show them that through our non-judgmental unemotional, neutral, calm perception of this. And they will feel that. But we have to feel it first. We have to be unintimidated by these things. And I think that this mother, she doesn't have to go in as an expert again. She can be just someone that's looking out for them both. I mean, that little girl doesn't want to be hurting him either. She doesn't want to be going to those places. But it sounds like she is asking for help. And maybe she's not getting it. But that's why she's so determined to keep doing this. She's kind of saying, look, do I have boundaries? Does somebody care enough to stop me? Can somebody help me? So you can be that person for her. You know, there's not like there's some perfect thing you have to know how to do. The most important thing is that you feel that you can handle two children this age. And you can handle it without rescuing anybody or scolding somebody. But just being there moment to moment in a very chill, you know, what I call the uh, buddy guard, you know, with those children. 
that's how we help them build confidence and not feel that they have to do these aggressive things to get our attention, to get our help, to get us to notice them. So we, we see all the desires to do those things and we even acknowledge, yeah, you feel, oh, that made you feel like hitting or is he too close to you? And then you can say, do you want to move back or should I move him back a little? I wouldn't do big things where you pick him up and move him somewhere else. I would really try to help them understand that they can work together and that he can handle her, you know, even as a 10-month-old with your help. And she can behave appropriately with him with your help. So I can't imagine that your friend would feel, you know, annoyed by that or feel like you were trying to show off or something. I think that would be maybe comfortable for her and maybe she could learn by your behavior. The non-judgmental part is really important. Understanding that the toddler is doing typical things for a child in this situation who seems to not have enough of the boundaries that she needs. So I don't know how much this parent has read about uh, Magda Gerber's approach, but it concerns me when people think that it's about just standing back and letting children get hurt. It's actually more mindful than approaches that are more hands-on because of the way that we support the children, the way that we intervene, the way that we don't judge and don't overreact and make a point of modeling that gentleness through our actions with them, through our interventions, modeling that empathy that we want to help instill in them, that we want to encourage in them. If we come in, you know, and swoop somebody up or rescue them or move somebody over or, you know, punish somebody and tell them they've got to say words that they don't feel in that moment, then we're, we're not showing the pro-social behaviors that we want our child to have. And we're just creating more discomfort in these kind of situations and more of the sense of, I can't do it. You know, I do this all wrong. I can't get along with somebody. So if she says something like mine to what he's playing with, you know, again, I'd have my hand sort of ready to make sure that she didn't hurt him, even if she took the toy away. And I would just acknowledge, I wouldn't judge that word mine means I want it, I want to use it, I like what you have, I'm not done with it. It means a lot of things that aren't really about possession, as we as adults know possession, that this toy belongs to me and if someone bought it for me. It's a very momentary, <laughs> it's just a feeling that's mine. I like that. So let her say that. And again, you're ready to so that she doesn't hurt him. And then you acknowledge, you're saying that's yours, you want that. But, you know, again, if she's coming towards him with the toy and might hit him with it or push him, be calmly ready. And the closer you are in a relaxed way, the better, the more calmly you can intervene. And then you don't have to worry that your son will learn it's acceptable to be a bully. I don't think this girl is being a bully at all. I don't think that's possible at two and a half years old. But she's behaving as someone who is not comfortable. You know, I can't say exactly why, but it sounds like she needs more protection and care from her parents. And as I said, she doesn't want to be considered a bully either, and she doesn't want to be doing this behavior. 
I think, you know, if your friend says something, you know, ask why you're intervening as you are, I, w- I would just say, you know, I, I don't want him to get hurt and I want to help her so she doesn't have to hurt him either. So then if this mother uh, intervenes, as I'm suggesting, she will be giving this girl respect and she won't be being grouchy as she's concerned that she might be. I don't know what's going on with the girl and the brother and how that's all playing out between them. But I do know that this it does seem that this girl has some feelings and is not comfortable and does not feel settled in herself so that she can be at her best. I don't believe that she just hates your little boy. I think she's behaving out of discomfort in herself. So I definitely wouldn't do nothing. I wouldn't avoid your friend for the next five years unless it just becomes too, you know, if you don't want to spend your energy on this. But I wouldn't let them out of your sight when they're together because they've shown you that they aren't safe together. And so I wouldn't do that until things shift a bit. And they may not, you know, they may not with this little girl, unfortunately. So... I hope this helps you understand how to intervene in a respectful way, in a respectful, helpful way. And please check out some of my other podcasts. They're on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. And again, both of my books are available on audio at audible.com. No Bad Kids has a lot of information about handling children's feelings and behavior, and it could be very helpful. And it's also in paperback at Amazon and an ebook at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and Apple.com. My new audio series, Sessions, is available through my website, which you can check by going to my website, JanetLansbury.com, and clicking the button that says Sessions on the top toolbar. Thanks so much for listening. We can do this. If you like Unruffled, you can listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey.